The last thing Pope Benedict said before he died was, Lord, I love you. Hey, look, I love the Lord too. We all love the Lord, but you're getting ready to meet him in person. Okay, the, your step, the door's getting ready to close. You're saying goodbye to everybody you ever fucking known on this planet. Your friends, your poker buddies, co-workers, neighbors, people you didn't like, family members. The door's closing, and the last thing you're going to say on your way out is, Lord, I love you. Not, take care, guys. Hey, it was great. Wasn't it fun? Oh, shit, I left the oven on. <laughs> I'm really the one who farted in the elevator that day. Thank you for taking care of me when I've been laying here shitting myself and needed somebody to look after me. Nothing. Just, and I appreciate. Look, I don't want to take away. What did he say before, Lord, I love you? Did he say any parting words before that? Or did he just clam up? Was he completely silent before, Lord, I love you? What did he say before that? I'm happy to tell you where the Holy Grail is, but first I'd just like to say, Lord, I love you. What? Wake the fuck up! Shit. Famous last words. Welcome to the Stand the Joke Man Show, a property of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting for the Boys Room Studios. Now, time to your host. Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man Show. That's right. Stan the Joke Man talking. Glad to be here. We lost our condom, Pope. Pope Benedict, he, he didn't believe in using condoms. He wasn't big on that. No, 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 no. Free love. That's what Pope Benedict was all about. It was unfortunate he didn't remind everybody of that before he passed away over there in Italy. We're going to miss him. Yeah. I never noticed he was gone, but that's only because I'm not of Catholic faith. That's not saying anything is wrong with Catholic faith. I'm, quite frankly, I think it's a beautiful way of worship. I've got enough friends who are Catholic, even a friend who's Catholic priest. Priest, was a priest. He head of the Jesuits in Beijing, and he passed away a couple of years ago. But anyway, let's talk about Pope Benedict and famous last words. Yeah, I'm sorry to be starting out a show so negative, but couldn't he have said anything else other than that? These are your parting words to the living. What do they give a shit about your appointments? They don't care about appointments you got coming up. They don't give a fuck. What do you have to say now? You're on your way out. Anything? Yeah, nothing. So I figure we go over some famous last words. We need to update the list. I mean, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Bill the Conqueror or Genghis Khan artist or... Oh, King Dick of England. Oh, they all said great things. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. But you know what? I don't give a shit. They've been dead for, what, thousand years? How about we update the list with some more famous, relevant things that people said on the way out today? Tyler Moore, she died a few years ago. Her famous last words were, I drive a dick van, dyke. 
I don't know what a dick van is, but apparently Mary Tyler Moore drove one and she was talking to a lesbian when she said that. Very famous quote. Oh, yeah, and famous last words from a dead cat. Yeah. (coughs) That was a famous cat. A lot of you out there listening were my age growing up, hearing that fucking cat every day on TV. Yeah, that was the cat's famous last fucking words right there. And in cat language, that means I couldn't have been on one day at a time. (laughs) Sean Connery, you know, he was dying and on his way out, he uttered, Someone call Dr. No and tell him to use his gold finger to inspect my thunderballs. Now, do you feel anything red? We're hunting for anything red. Oh, what do you know, Dr. Ryan? I am touchable. <laughs> okay. That was an actual quote of Sean Connery. Then he died. Eddie Van Halen, definitely one of the world's greatest guitarists. His last words he uttered to his son Wolfgang and his brother Alex. Whatever you do, don't. Don't. Don't spread my ashes. Please, would you cremate me? Don't spread my ashes anywhere. Valerie can get drunk and take a shit. This is shit. This is shit. And they failed those final wishes. Uh, Valerie found the spot in Malibu where this, you know, ashes washed up on shore. Hmm. Uh, Dustin Diamond, Debbie Screech. He um he passed away a few years ago. I forget from what. Um. Doesn't matter. It all means one thing. Dad. Anyway, uh, I believe his parting words were. Oh, shit. Was that the last bell? We're looking at famous celebrity quotes as they died. Famous last words. Here we go. Hey, Brittany, could I borrow some pills from you? That was Corey Haim. Last thing he said before he died. Sure, Corey, I'll give you some pills. That was Brittany Murphy right before she died. Hey, is there any left for me and Tom Petty? Prince said that. Well, you can borrow some of mine when I get back from my camping trip. That was Heath Ledger. Hey, can I borrow an Ambien? Dolores O'Riordan of the Cranberries. I do have Ambien and some other stuff in the medicine cabinet in my bathroom. No, no, set tight. I'll go get it. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hey, do you have any Percocets I can buy from you? I've got 20 bucks. Can I get two? Oh, I need these. I like big pills that I cannot lie. You other addicts can't deny. When the doc walks in with a ballpoint pen and a prescription pad in my face, I get happy. But I'm not too sappy, and damn it, I don't dare clappy. Then I run straight to the farm. Mix that dope so it don't come me harm. When the pill's ready, I'm taken. Damn it, if I don't, I'll start shaking. I need the pills, I need you docs. Kick them in the holy thoughts. Baby got script. I'm going to write you a six-month prescription of Xanax and Loratab. Baby got script. And my most famous dead celebrity, updated dead celebrity quote has to be the one 
the dear, sweet old WW and the Dixie Dance King star, Burt Reynolds. Ah, good old Burt. No, man. How are your vocal cords? My vocal cords are fine. What's your 20? About 16 miles this side of Mississippi. Whoa, hold it. I just passed another Kojak with a Kodak. This place is crawling with bass. Where the hell are you? Come back. I'm still trying to get rid of that Texas County Mountie. I don't know what the hell he wants. You know what he wants. I mean, how would you like to be the dude that handcuffs a legend? <laughs> Listen, give me five minutes. We're going to put some moves on that mother. I'll meet you at Old Miss. Well, you better hurry. We can just kiss that money goodbye. You understand that? I'll read you loud and clear. Ten four. Those were the sweet days. It's unfortunate that was the last thing you said before he was found face down in Sally Field. <laughs> He's pounded down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? Oh, we've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just watch your bandit run. All right, that's enough of that, folks. Enough of the uh, famous dead celebrity quotes. That's the updated version. I'm sure we'll have more of those down the road for you. Meanwhile, uh, let's go ahead and take a look at today's headlines. 51-year-old actor Jeremy Renner from The Town with Ben Affleck. Remember, he played the psycho partner of Ben Affleck. He's also in um, The Mayor of Kingstown. He's got a starring role in that Paramount series, I think it is. Anyway, Jeremy Renner, he has a uh, he has a stretch property outside of Lake Tahoe, but he was operating a snowplow, I guess, and um, now he had to be airlifted to a hospital. He's in stable but critical condition. He's in bad shape. And I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way because this guy, Jeremy Renner, the actor, he's he's one of them guys that really gives back to his community. He volunteers for the fire department, you know, anytime there's any kind of emergency or anything, he's on it. I guess my question is, how much training has he had? Is he qualified to operate a lot of that big machinery? I saw the videos on Instagram of him driving around in this big equipment. Is he licensed to handle that equipment? And I'm not knocking him. But the reason why I bring it up, folks, the reason why I even bring this up is because I see it all the fucking time. It really bothers me because I have friends who have died getting in big machinery, shit they have no business getting in they're not licensed to handle it but they want to get on there and show off and try to convince everybody they're a big man and then they get themselves hurt or they hurt somebody else and i'm not saying anything about this guy i know nothing this guy's a volunteer firefighter i'm not going to shit on anybody that gives back to the community the way jeremy renner did he, he gives back to his community he's a good guy my thing is if you don't know, you don't know. It's okay to not know how to operate something. But God damn it, don't overplay your hand. If you can't run something or you have very little experience running it, don't fake it. It'll fucking get you killed. It's like those four-wheel ATVs. You know, they give a false sense of security. I grew up on three-wheelers. That was beneficial to me. I'm glad that I grew up on three-wheelers because when I was a kid, you fuck around on a three-wheeler, you're going to eat dirt. That's right. Or a tree or whatever. So we knew better. And we were cautious 
and skill worked hand in hand all the time. Caution and skill. But then you get the four-wheel ATVs. Everybody gets a false sense of security. And look how many people are paralyzed or fucking dead because of those goddamn things. I hate them. Growing up, I never knew nor heard of one fucking person either dying or being paralyzed by a three-wheeler. It's because back then our brains overrode our wants. I got hit by a street sweeper in Los Angeles. No shit, folks. I was on my fucking motorcycle with my girlfriend on the back. We were driving from the Four Seasons Hotel back to our apartment in West Hollywood. We had been at a party, and we were on our way back to West Hollywood, and we got hit by a fucking street sweeper. He just cut right in front of us. Yeah, slammed into him. My bike got hit by the brushes and got slung half a block. (laughs) I was pissed. Anyway, um... Being that I was wanted by the law and didn't have a license, we settled out of court with an ass chewing, and that was it. Fucker. Should have paid attention. Ooh, I bet I could have sued and got the city to drop all those charges. Anyway. A 37-year-old yoga instructor from the U.K., And she got hit by a boat propeller down in Cozumel. Why the hell was she doing yoga by the boat propeller? That's the wrong place. I thought you had a mat. Anyway, she's alive. Lucky to be fucking alive. But if you're going down to Cozumel anytime soon, yes, they have some great reefs to snorkel by. While you're there. It would be a good idea to also keep an eye out for eels, stingrays, jellyfish, sharks, and fucking boat propellers. Of course, I'm sure you all saw the news over the weekend. Elon Musk lost more money than any living soul before him. (laughs) Yeah, $200 billion. Honestly, I don't know why it's news. I'm not even reading the story. I know why Elon Musk lost the money. You ever heard the term easy come, easy go? Well, there you go, folks. I give you the spoiled brat, Elon Muskrat. He's never seen the bottom of the well, ever. So he neither knows nor gives a shit that there is one. Last thing I'm going to leave you with here today, folks, I'm going to leave you uh, this more soft people. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, I've never seen a more pathetic display of what is supposed to be a grown man running around like a chicken with his head cut off, promising, dropping to his knees to perform fellatio on anybody and everybody who walks into his office saying, I'm not voting for you unless you give me something. He's promising the world. Folks, this is the equivalent of building a big fucking bonfire uh huh, with big gallons of kerosene paint thinner and a couple of sticks of dynamite buried up underneath the wood. Yeah. That means eventually the fire is going to burn down to that shit. And when it blows, there's going to be a lot of innocent people standing around that are going to get fucked up.
it's going to be real bad, real bad, folks. Don't you all see this shit coming? Kevin McCarthy is without a doubt one of the weakest, most two-faced fucking wimps the Republican Party has ever put forth to represent them. George W. Bush was pathetic. Trump was the worst. Yet they continue. They just go from one shitstorm right to another. Kevin fucking McCarthy. The man who can't wait to jump on a plane and fly to Florida to suck the dick of the guy who damn near destroyed this free and fair democracy. He has no guts, no backbone, no salt whatsoever. And the Republican Party is getting ready to make this guy their fucking leader. McCarthy is going to sell his soul and he's going to sell out this country. He's going to do every damn thing within his power to get that speakership. It's a personal thing for him. It's all about him. He's a piece of shit, folks, and I hope y'all wake up before it's too late. Meanwhile, folks, I'm going to leave you with the song I wrote for dear old Kev. <laughs> Kevin McCarthy. The biggest living pussy we've ever had as Speaker of the House. Oh, thinking about the Trump years. There was only Dad Dawn and me getting our butts kicked by Nancy. Oh, now that the gavel's within reach of me, there's some votes I'm looking for. I just hold on now. I'm willing to drop to my knees like a two-bit whore. Speakership's all that I want. Someone pouring on the fake charm. Don't you know it's all about me? Speaker Kevin. More dishonor is all that I need. Randall party's been torn apart. Screw them, it's all about me. Spacho as a noun. Yeah, someone said she's supporting me. Oh, well, not much I can say. It's over now. We can stupid found a way. Speakership's all that I want. Someone pouring on the fake charm. Don't you know it's all about me? Speaker Kevin More dishonor is all that I need Grendel party been torn apart Screw him, it's all